Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up and welcome back to the Fun and Games podcast where Wednesdays are our favorite day. I'm your host, Brittany Lofton, and it's a good Wednesday to be back with you guys. I am just so happy. I feel like a weight has been lifted. Life is good again. The sun is shining and honestly, it feels so good to not travel just something about I actually went through my journals and I was like let me see how much I really did travel it truly was two weeks out of every month so far this year I have been gone and I have been exhausted from it while I've loved every single trip I also am just like I've said so happy to be back at my house be able to like not have to worry about cranking out extra work or overcompensating for work because I'm going to be gone for a week and just being able to get Vinny into a routine and settled and things have just been so much more peaceful which is what I've been really trying to strive to get more peaceful in my life so feeling really good and you could probably tell my energy's up I'm getting sleep I'm just chilling and fall is here Vinny's obsessed with all things fall like life is good and I'm so happy. I hope today is a great day for you as well and I hope you're doing good whether you're on the way to your job, you're at the gym, you're cleaning your house, walking your dog, whatever you're doing. Hey, what's up? I do have some tea for you. Two or three exciting things. The first thing is I did drop fall merch and it is a little bit spooky season vibe but I feel like it can also work during other times of the year. Like I did not try to make it super exclusive to only fall, but those are available on my merch website that I can link down below. So go ahead, snack some stuff. There's tees, hoodies, and crewnecks, and they're really freaking cute. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen them. And maybe I'll pop something up on the Funny Gains podcast Instagram as well for you to see. The second announcement is my pre-workout has been restocked, which is so exciting. I'm grateful to even have a collab in the first place with Beam over this. It's been such an amazing dream of mine, but to be able to have a restock, like again, that makes me so happy. So we've got like PR boxes, the shirts, the socks, and of course, Pure Pump, the best pump I love it so much. The flavor and the formula just helps me feel so strong and confident in the gym, especially because I'm trying to hit PRs now, which funny enough is exactly what this episode's about. So we will get into that a little bit later, but go ahead and shop that. Use code BRIT. That saves you 10%. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And the last announcement, 
I'm obsessed with the summer I turned pretty. I need to know right now, right now, if you're team Conrad or team Jeremiah, because I was team something the first season. And then the second season, I feel like I might have changed my mind, but I'm not sure because I just rewatched season one and I'm like, nope, I'm for sure team this. And then now I'm rewatching season two and I'm like, I don't know. I'm confused. I need to have a chat about this because I truly am obsessed. So that is what's new with me. I'm going to read the weekly review and then we will hop into today's podcast episode. Today's review is from Elena Banana. Love it. It says, I was looking for podcast help to listen to while I was working out. I absolutely love yours. It inspired me to go to the gym and not just do cardio. I decided to start at the beginning of the podcast. I listened all day and got caught up. It's awesome and inspiring. Well, thank you so much. I still love reading through all of your reviews and so does Darian. If you've been following me on Instagram, you are going to know what I'm going to be talking about. And I think I even posted this on TikTok, but I am going for the 200 club on squat again. So I did it before this year, like back in April, but I have not strength trained since April. It has been six months since I've done this. And I'm like, I'm ready and feeling confident. And like, I want to get those gains back. And I never got this PR on film because it, it's very complicated. My gym situation is very complicated and I don't want to divulge too much information on that just for safety and for Vinny's safety. But anyways, at one of the gyms, I can't film and that was the gym I was at when I was doing all these PRs. I'm now at another gym and I'm able to film and it has been amazing to document it and I hit 195 today and I was like, oh my gosh, I was so freaking excited because last week I hit 190 and I failed 195 and the week before I hit 185, which I know I can hit 185, like it's solid, but you know, it's just been a while because again, like I said, I've been traveling so much. Seriously, two weeks out of every month, like my training routine has not been what it I want it to be, but I've accepted that and it's totally fine to be able to still strength train and like feel confident in my body. I'm like, oh, let's go. I love hitting new PRs. So for me today, like kind of is a new PR, even though I've hit it before because I didn't have it on film and could critique my form. It's just like set in stone now. And I'm so proud of myself because it has been so long, six months. So we're entering this PR phase, this strength training phase. I'm running my strength training program on my app and I am on week two now, which I'm so freaking happy and excited to be doing. And if you want to join me, join me. You better. It's so much fun. So because of that, I wanted to dedicate today's podcast episode to PRs. There are some do's and don'ts when it comes to PRs, when it comes to trying to incorporate that into your routine. And there's a ton of different ways you can do this. Like genuinely, you can just one session be like, oh, I want to try to lift heavier. And you do, and then you hit a PR. Or you could really just set your mind out to a certain goal and say, hey, I want to hit this goal like me of 200 on squat. So I'm going to program and stick to it and try to accomplish that. But like there are so many different PRs too. We're going to talk about all of it. I know this is not for everybody and I need to like preface that I always need to because this is always very blanket information. There are some powerlifters who might listen to this and like this is going to look so much different for you than it's going to be for the average listener who's just trying to live a happier, healthier lifestyle for longevity. There are a lot of different people in lots of different situations. So take this for what it's worth in your own individual situation. And of course, there is never any pressure to try and hit PRs. We're just going to talk about if this is something you've been wanting to do, you've been wanting to increase your weight, how to do that, and then some do's and don't when it comes to it. 
First, let's talk about some benefits when it comes to trying to train for a PR. So a PR is a performance-based goal, which is something that I really love and occasionally like I just want to ramp up my weight. I want to try and hit this goal. Like I want to feel strong. I want to feel confident. It can be really nice to have a performance-based goal instead of an aesthetic goal, right? An aesthetic goal is like worrying about what you look like, worrying about your muscle definition, worrying about other things like having that be the goal versus having a performance-based goal of how am I performing in the gym? And it just kind of takes out kind of some of those like overthinking feelings that we can have as women of like worrying so much about oh my shoulders aren't freaking shreddy right now but I can lateral raise 20s now so it can be really cool to change that up and change up the focus of your training at times where there's nothing wrong with aesthetic goals and there's nothing wrong with performance-based goals both are great but sometimes it's nice to switch it up and get out of your head and focus on that performance especially if you come from a sports background like myself it is like track 101 oh I'm trying to beat that time I'm trying to get faster okay I'm trying to lift heavier I'm trying to get stronger I'm trying to there are a lot of different ways to PR have better form better mobility better range of motion all of that and it comes down to it's like a very technical thing of sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't and I think that that can kind of be one of the joyful things of being able to do something that you hadn't done before it is a very rewarding thing trying to hit a new PR and trying to focus on that because it is a PR a personal record it's something that you have never done before that you are now doing and completing and that feeling in and of itself that empowerment and confidence is unlike any other. So it's an extremely satisfying and fulfilling feeling to focus on PRs. Again, I know it's not for everybody, but those can be some of the great pros when it comes to trying to train for a PR instead of just aesthetics. Like I said, there are a bunch of different ways that you can try to hit a PR. I feel like PRs are all of our small wins, all of the things that you might be overlooking. But if you are objectively looking at your performance overall, there are going to be a lot of different factors when it comes into that. That can be better form on your squat. You have actually impeccable form and that has increased so much. That 100% is a personal record. That is a new PR of your form is spot on. That also includes range of motion. You're able to hit more parallel. You're able to have full muscle contraction when you're doing a deadlift. All of your range of motion is looking good and and that includes mobility as well. And a very common PR is more weight. I feel like that is the one that I'm always thinking of first of being able to lift more. Very satisfactory of being able to increase that and helping avoid a plateau. But on the flip side of that, you can also do more reps with the same weight. There are times where I used to only be able to do, you know, three to four reps of 45s on incline bench. And now I can rep that for 10 easy. And I have to remind myself, oh my goodness, this used to be a struggle. I used to hardly be able to get up 45s. And now I can rep it for 10. Like that is an now baseline lift for me on incline bench press. Like that is a huge win. It's something we've never been able to do before. And I remember every time and you as well, when you're lifting, like you normally are like, okay, you can only go to four or five or six. And then all of a sudden you're like hitting eight, nine and 10. And you're thinking, what? Like you feel on top of the world. It is such a awesome feeling. So that's another, again, great way to PR. You can still do more reps with the same weight as well as, you know, better muscle to mind connection. Sometimes I'm just clocked in the intensity there. The time under tension is there and everything feels so much better. That is a big 
win. It seems small, but for me, that's always a big win. And then of course, if I'm running or swimming, shaving off time, actually running faster, that is another one as well. And and there's still so much more that I'll kind of like tie this in at the end. I just am really into this season of PRs and strength training right now. There are a lot of reasons of why trying to hit a PR and having that be your focus in your training can be a great thing and some things to do when it comes to a PR. So number one, I would say that it's a huge motivating factor to be able to set a goal and move forward toward this goal, especially as an athlete, like I said before, to be able to clock in on my workouts and say, you know, it's so fun to chase that. I love that feeling, especially when I don't have that anymore. As someone with an athletic background, you go to practice, you try to do better, you have a game to see, hey, how was that practice? Where are, where am I yet? I love that feeling. So to be able to do that now as an adult and have some form of that in my life, I really resonate with. And this also helps me with purpose. It gives me a purpose and a direction of a goal when I'm trying to improve and and that can be the same for you of now you have something to aim for in the gym. You have something that's keeping you accountable. You have to keep showing up for your workout sessions and this helps you lock in and not just go through the motions because you've got a huge goal that you are trying to hit in every single training session and rest day, which are huge and important counts. So That's awesome, helping you with proper programming, tracking your weights that you're using to make sure you are increasing weight if that is the type of PR you are going for. And it can also help with not overtraining, potentially, right? You have to implement this correctly and in a healthy way. For example, we'll take my squat as one. I know I need to rest at least Sunday so that Monday on my squat day, I am fully rested and prepared because that's one of my big PRs. I have other ones as well, but I want to be well rested. I don't want to overtrain because that's going to cause a lot of risks for me. And I'm not going to be able to hit that big heavy weight that I want to when it comes to one of my ultimate goals. The second thing is I really do think it's great because your training is not as based on looks. It is more based on performance, which for some is very healthy and helpful. If you are somebody who trigger warning does or has struggled with an eating disorder and you are so focused on the scale and what you look like in the aesthetics, it might be great to shift that into performance goals. Focus on getting you stronger. Focus on that and have that be the focus instead of what you look like in the mirror. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with the licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit.
skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate-neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. The third one I would say is the ability of learning a new skill and how empowering that is. So I see this with Vinny, which is really cool as a mom. I love being on this side of things and seeing him grow and develop. Vinny's now saying complete full sentences. He comprehends things. If I say something like he can ask a question, it has been amazing to see him not be able to do something to then develop and be able to do it. That is a huge transformation. It is so cool and inspiring. That feeling, again, like I mentioned, of having never done something before to then being able to be capable of doing it the first time you get your first pull-up, like you, you're you not able to do a pull-up and then you get your first, like that is a moment you will never forget. That is so freeing and empowering and having that, again, focus beyond PRs and on that performance, like that is so empowering and working out doesn't have to be this burden. It can be so exciting and filled with things that you actually want to improve on and hitting new goals and trying to do better and be better. And I feel like everybody wants to be stronger and more confident. We can all relate on that. If you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee you have those vibes of you want to be a little bit more stronger, capable, and confident. And doing this and training this way can really help you with that. The last one that I'll say is I feel like PRs can, again, like little asterisks on the can, help you increase your health overall. And the reason I say that is because it is really hard to lift 200 pounds on a squat if my nutrition isn't in track, if my stress levels are too high, if I didn't get enough sleep during the night, if I'm under, you know, under hydrated or dehydrated, it is going to be so much harder to be able to push my body when I am mentally fatigued, I'm not checked in, you know, my body is not at its peak. So I do love the fact that I'm really changing that focus on taking care of my overall health in turn of also trying to hit this new PR. Like It's really, really fun. And I think for a lot of people, especially women, it can be a great change of pace to focus on these performance-based things of better form, better mobility. You're lifting more weights. You're doing more reps. You're increasing your time on a run, whatever it is. It can be such a great focus versus just what you look like or the number on the scale. And a lot of times when you go performance-based first, you start to fall in love with the process. You start to fall in love with those feelings. It gets easier to keep showing up because you have that idea and that feeling of 
oh, when I work out, I'm feeling empowered. I am hitting these new PRs. You know, I went from 10s to 12s on shoulder press today. Like you're feeling those rewards instead of just looking at the scale. And a lot of times the new PRs, especially if you're a newbie, those are going to come quickly, right? So like week to week, you're seeing an increase in weight, a bump in strength. Um, and following that will be some physical results as well. But those are the aftermath. That's the effect that you're having as you're being consistent, you're enjoying your training and you're focusing on the performance. So a lot of times those aesthetic goals come alongside just because you have fallen in love with this process and the journey of that type of programming. So I think that's really cool. And those PRs, again, boost your confidence and they make you want to keep coming back and getting excited for everything. There are some negatives when it comes to PRs, and I'll give you kind of a couple warnings when I'd say your risk of injury is going to increase. So you do have a higher chance of getting hurt. you got to stay aware. You've got to listen to your body. You've got to pay attention to your joints. Like never put your actual health in jeopardy. And sometimes it can go over the line when it comes to PRs because one of the negatives, again, is over-obsession, that hyper-fixation of really trying to hit that goal and then bumping it up and doing more, and that can come at a toll on your body and become unhealthy. So definitely need to stay in check on that. Also, mentally, you can feel like a failure whenever you fail weight and you fail week and week again. Mentally, that can really bog you down, and then you're in a bad place and in a spiral mentally. So try to keep that in mind as well with PRs of keep it at that healthy level of you want to push yourself. If you fail, try again, try some different methods, try a different type of PR and work your way back to it. With the increased risk of injury, I forgot to mention, make sure that your form is immaculate before you really are loading on heavy, heavy weights and you can take videos and see how your form is looking to tweak things. Make sure you're lifting safely. Have a spot if you need one. Be safe and that's going to help also you decrease that risk of injury. Now, some things that you want to not do when it comes to a PR. These are things that we're trying to stay away from why they're bad is you definitely don't want to stay in the same movement pattern for all of your PRs. For example, you're only trying to PR on squat. You don't care about anything else. That has some negative effects and you really need to try to keep a reminder of widening up the range of different exercises that you're going to do. You definitely don't want to neglect those other muscle groups. It can start to work against you. You can work on multiple different types of PRs. You can be trying to increase your bench press. You can try to increase your wall sit length time. Just mix it up, add a bunch of different things like planks so that you are not just really maximizing those one muscle groups. You want to change up your plane of movement. So like Instead of using the technical terms, I will say up and down is like one plane, forward and backwards is another plane, and then side to side, there's a rotation as well. Like those are different planes of movement. It is great to just make sure that you're having a balanced overall in your muscles. You don't want to have one out of balance because then that's not healthy, right? So making sure that you're kind of keeping things in check. And if you're ever feeling worse when you're lifting, like if your knees are killing you when you're trying to go for a squat PR, just stop or deadlift your back, like just stop. There are so many more important things than just trying to hit a number if it is completely jeopardizing your health. So don't wait until it's too late and you're sacrificing your health. 
the gym and working out is just one part of your life. You want to have a healthy lifestyle, healthy routine, and help prevent a lot of these diseases and illnesses that you can get and help fight against osteoporosis as well as we get older. And I'm going to open this up to PRs can also go outside of the gym too. Like we're talking about health overall, while exercise is one part of those health and wellness factors, so is food. You can have huge wins on the intake that you're having. You're incorporating more fruits and vegetables or proteins, so you're drinking your water more. That's a huge win. That's a, you know, quote, new PR for you. You're actually implementing quiet time, relaxation time, time for yourself, more sleep, family time. You know, for me, those are the big wins that I'm trying to focus on now. And it has brought me a lot of peace. And I think because I'm in a place of peace and relaxation and in a better balanced state, I'm able to lift so much more and have more successful workouts because I'm able to have that quiet time and that relaxation time. I'm giving my body and mind rest so I can go into my workouts in a better headspace. Also know that the newbie gains, like the first one to even three years are golden when it comes to PRs. And I feel like I have new quote newbie gains because I went through a whole postpartum. So it was like a new journey and process of working out. Like I felt like I was working out for the first time again, but you can have such success in those first one to three years of hitting these new PRs, of getting those, you know, aesthetic goals and everything. But also know that it is in part a season of life. And when you're, you know, 80 years old, your PR isn't going to try to be to lift more weights. Maybe it's to be able to without pain, reach your arm back and scratch your back. You like you can still get your hands over your head or you can get up and off of the couch without pain. So while we are working on preventative health, if you're taking these PRs to the extreme where you're really injuring your joints, then you might have some complications down the road. So always just listen to your body. Don't jeopardize your health for PRs. That's a huge no-no, but you can still work on these and have a good and happy balance and always just listen to your body and practice that good technique and you're about to be killing it in the gym. I'll give a quick little breakdown of what my squat day looks like when I'm trying to hit a PR in my squats. So I will warm up with the bar. I will do literally like five reps and before that I have done a full five to ten minute warm up of every hip mobility like a groin, knee, ankles, warm up that I can possibly do. Like I'm making sure my knees, my toes, my hips, all my joints are feeling good. I'm taking care. I'm priming. I'm buttering myself up for these lifts. And then once that, then I'll go warm up with the bar. Like I literally just do two to three reps, make sure everything is feeling good before I add on 135. And I start at 135 and I do anywhere between three to five reps with that. And then I have been implementing like increasing by five to 10 pounds each set. And again, staying below four reps. I'm not trying to overexert myself. I'm just getting my body ready and more comfortable with the weight. And when I'm increasing by five to 10 pounds, my body's able to feel the small shift. And mentally I'm like, oh, I can do this. I just did the set before five extra pounds. I can do this. So I'm being kind, mentally checking in with myself and Normally when I get up to 175, I drop down to one to two reps. So I will have done like, 
you know, a set at 135, a set at 155, and then a set at 165 or 170. After that set at 170, I drop down to one rep with 185. Feels good. Okay, I'm moving up. Then I go for 190. Feels good. Okay, moving up. 195. Feels good. And I tried 200 today and I failed, but that is what that process looks like. I never go over five reps when I'm trying to strength train because I'm trying to keep that energy in the tank. I also am taking a good five plus minutes of rest after I go past, you know, that 165, 170 when I start lifting 185. I normally am taking long rest. I am doing one rep and I'm saving up that energy for those heavier PRs. I don't want to burn myself out on the lower weight. I know I can lift 155. I know I can lift 165. I know I can lift 175. 185 is kind of that benchmark where, okay, we're getting serious. We're doing one rep after this, making sure form is perfect, and then we'll move on. So that's kind of what that looks like for me. I also, after those leg days, I still do a leg workout after, like after squats, I still do a leg workout after is what I was trying to say. But I try to focus on lower impact moves because I know that the squat was high impact. So I try to do stuff that is, I'm still pushing my body and pushing weight, but trying to be a little bit more kind and sensitive to my joints, knowing that they just worked really hard on overtime. So compensating in that form and yeah, that's pretty much the breakdown for what I do. And that's kind of what the strength program looks like that I do as well. Your weights are increasing, your reps are decreasing, and it's really fun. Like I really have enjoyed strength training again, and I'm feeling really good about it. So that is going to be the end of today's episode. I didn't realize it flew by. It was kind of a quick one today. And hopefully we can get Darian on. And I do have two guests coming up which is so fun. I have four. Two I still need to schedule, but two have officially like accepted. So hopefully next week we have a fun guest episode. It's been so fun to be able to chat with you today, kind of catch you up on, hey, trying to hit new PRs, saying some good you know, pros and cons. If you've been on the fence of worried about increasing your weight, you don't need to be. This is a great way to train. You can shift your focus on picking a number and seeking and going after it. It is so rewarding and fulfilling. Of course, Make sure that you are not, yeah, I'm like overprotective, right? But I'm not trying to scare you into not lifting heavier. You totally can. Increase to 0.25 pounds, 5 pounds, 10 pounds. Slowly increase over time and hit those PRs in whatever way, shape, or form you want to. But I'm here to encourage you. Wishing you the best. And I will talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.